Ooh. Who's, who's this sexy new entrant? Someone's bombing our Zoom meeting. Such a sexy robot. Mm. Mm. What's the sexiest robot of all time? I think Cortana has to be the sexiest robot of all oh. time. Does that count? Oh, yeah. we were, I was going to go with Wally, but yeah, Cortana is probably better. <laughs> Wally, watch out. Back that thing up, Wally. No, no. The sexiest robot is like that tweet from like Business Insider every two or two years or so that says like sex robots are going to be a thing, <laughs> you know, in the next two years or so. And everybody's holding out hope because there's this one guy who spent $80,000 working on like, uh, like human arm in a garage somewhere in Yakima, Washington. <laughs> and it's like, this is the vanguard of the future. This is how dudes are going to get laid in the year 2030. Also, it's Alicia Vikander and Ex Machina, like whatever that robot was called. Still haven't seen, I still haven't seen that movie. It's like on my list. I think it's on a prominent streaming service, no free ads, but um, it is readily available whenever you have a, a sexy date night. You want to have a, a robot anger, strange AI thriller. No, it's uh, it's Robin Williams' Bicentennial Man. Oh, <laughs> the Venga bus is coming. I think that was like the first time like that song featured prominently in a movie. I don't quote me, but I think that movie is like three and a half hours long. Yeah, I saw it in theaters with my dad. I it did was too. Like, oh my okay. God. It's two hours and 12 minutes, but I definitely remember it being a lot longer than that. I remember it being a big deal too. Like people, it was supposed to be like a big Oscar movie. And I think it flamed like, like historically flamed, flamed out. Um, welcome to a Midworst podcast where this week we're going to take pot shots at Robin Williams. Cause he's not here to defend himself. My name Ooh. is Luke. <laughs> I'm sack. This is my least favorite intro, but I am toilet. <laughs> Uh, all right, boys. We've got a loaded week after our hiatus last week, where apparently oh my both God. of you independently went to South Carolina for some reason. That was this a coincidence. And, and we hung out in person too. Yeah, and, we did and, it, baby. Yeah, we even yeah. kissed on the mouth. Both vaccinated. The- <laughs> Zach got triple team. She got he got one of each, and we were super safe. And we just kissed right on the lips. <laughs> got one of each of the shots. All yeah. at the same time. Yep. Really, are you are you Pfizer and Moderna gang? I'm a I'm a modern man. Oh, modern man. I got Pfizer. There we go. We just made, we just mixed our our vaccines. I think that's how it works, right? Yeah, and Luke's J and J, right? So all together. Well, he didn't, he, didn't, he didn't get. We didn't get to kiss. Yeah, if I was there, I didn't get to Luke. kiss you yet. But when when I Ooh. do see you next, we'll exchange <laughs> kisses. And What's share the most? Our... Go ahead. No, I was going to say just share our vaccine antibodies. Yeah, I was going to, I uh, wanted to, you know, in the spirit of, you know, sharing antibodies, what's the most number of people you've kissed at once? One. One. Really? Just one? I, uh, this, this is, it really reminds me of the flight of the Concord's uh, twosome bit. <laughs> uh, that reminds me of the, it's business time song. <laughs> I got yeah, my it, socks on because my feet get cold. <laughs> it reminds me of business time because that's exactly what it's like describing, like a very vanilla sort of romantic life. Like how many people have you kissed at once? 
one. <laughs> my uh, college friends, we all got, we would all get pretty hammered, and we had one homosexual friend, so we would just all, we would all kiss, like you know, big old pile, <laughs> eight, eight, nine of us, eight way kiss at once. That doesn't seem ha- have, feasible. Happy, happy Pride Month. Happy Pride ha- Month. Ha- happy, happy Pride Month, everyone. <laughs> Try and kiss all your friends at the same time. Share all the same antibodies. It's the yes, summer that, of sharing antibodies. That, that's how we're that's how we're doing it this year. We're we're coming out, and some of us are coming out, but we're coming out of our apartments, shall we say, and yep. kissing everybody that we can see. Yep. Spe- speaking of going out, Luke, toilet, and I have something we need to talk to you about. A revelation <laughs> we both had this past week, being mm. in our 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 mutually exclusive South Carolina trips. Okay. Uh, yes. So we checked out a uh, a, a local a local drive through restaurant in the area. It's called uh, Cookout. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. <laughs> I, I have um, heard of I, it. Our, our, it's our, on the our, list. Our our listeners in the southeast are are screaming into their cell phones, wondering how we've never heard of Cookout before. But I actually had it. I've, I I have had it before on a on a golf trip down to North Carolina. But Cookout is awesome. Cookout, Why like, is it this Midwest themed podcast talking about cookout more? Yeah, like, exactly. One more Portillo's joke. <laughs> um, I, I have to listen came... to you. Yeah. Go ahead. No, you, you go, bud. I, I realized why people would be fat in a place other than the Midwest. If you ate cookout and Waffle House, though, that's your two staple meals of the day. Oh my God, I'd be 4,000 pounds. Like you could get though, but like we're burying the lead here. Like if you get one of their platters for like, I don't know the price. I think 599. it was like $5.99 or something like that. Like you could get like a jumbo cheeseburger and like five sides. And then for another like extra dollar, you can get like the thickest milkshake you've ever gotten in your life. And it's like, wow, yeah. this is this is my I, entire day's worth of calories right here. I, I've never been there. I've always heard it's good, but I'm a little bit confused about the fare that they serve there. Is it like barbecue or is it like a cheesecake factory good. menu where they have that's like a good everything? question? It's a good question. Toilet, I would say it's a cross between five guys, McDonald's, and well, just type of menu, menu items. I would say and then maybe like a famous Dave's type barbecue. If, if you can picture like a 2003 Taco Bell menu and like the level of complication and like number of yeah. options you have that, but like American barbecue food, like backyard, bar- like anything like, you could possibly want at a barbecue. It's there. Yeah. Okay, you, so think of, you think of like, you think of like your 3 a.m. Euro place in Chicago, right? It's probably got that same menu. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, so when they're saying cookout, it's not like barbecue. Like, we're going to the salt lick and paying $25 for a platter of brisket. We're talking no, in you, like backyard paid, barbecue. If yeah. you paid $25 at cookout, they'd probably just give you the deed to the franchise <laughs> yeah, as, you drove, as you drove through. Yeah. You're, yeah, you're part owner at that point. Yeah, it, aren't the buildings also like a tent? Like it's barely even a structure. Well, like I, I don't. I mean, I don't blame them. I mean, they got it. They were way out ahead of the new the trend before all these other places. Like they're putting up a new Starbucks around the corner from our place, and it's just drive through. I mean, it's just going to be a drive through. There's going to be no cafe at all. Yeah, that's so, yeah, I that's think- what cookout is. They've been doing it before COVID. Like they were, it was pre COVID thing. 
yeah, there's like a walk-up window and then there's drive-through, which is kind of nice because you can kind of just go eat it on a picnic bench because you're in the well, southeast, so the weather's great all the exact, time. Exactly, but the cookout we went to had dual side had dual side um, uh, uh, drive-throughs, so you could go on the left or the right side of the building. Okay, and they actually need, didn't even have a single. They didn't even have a walk-up. Someone needs to explain that to me. How does a double drive-through work? How do they know whose stuff is for who? Well, this one was on both sides. So they had two windows. So they clearly had two operators at ah, the time. Okay. Okay. This and they are like operators. The, this is not in the, in the sense, sense that they are special forces they to keep all the orders straight. <laughs> this is not the McDonald's one where they're side by side and then you have to do that like that fight to like see who like gets in first who merges who who's gonna alpha the other person to yeah. get your to get your 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 ice cream cone first I, i've never done that before i've never done a double drive through i think they're pretty common at like chick-fil-a mcdonald's like you're very heavy okay. trafficked Spe- yeah. Spe- yeah speaking of we were talking about this today i don't think any chick-fil-a has ever been properly designed this goes back to our chicken amnesia discussion that we've had where people lose their fucking mind and like the demand for a chicken sandwich for some reason at a fast food chicken place during the lunchtime could like never properly be forecasted therefore any layout that you've ever put together for a chick-fil-a becomes totally obsolete and then like all of a sudden they have to start putting cones traffic cones out and like we went to one today and like you basically had to go, they had a whole drive through lane, but like you had to go sit out in the parking lot after you, you got your, after you ordered your food because like they clearly couldn't move people through the actual drive through lane. So it's like, that's totally obsolete. Well, going back to your first point about chicken amnesia, while I was down visiting with you and your lovely wife, you mentioned that Hello. the Zaxby's chicken sandwich yeah. is even more elite than Chick-fil-A. And now all I want is a Zaxby's chicken sandwich. And I wasn't able to get one when I was down there. So it's driving me nuts. Zaxby's is pretty awesome. Luke, you, I think you had them in, in, uh, in your, at your college town that we will, that will be unnamed for right now. I've said that I went to Indiana. (laughs) I am not the anonymous one on this podcast. (laughs) Yeah. In Bloomington, but yeah, no, Zaxby's is a shit. It's the truth. Uh, yeah, I think that's, like if you talk about like those guys who are like having to handle all those orders, my dad sent me an article recently that um, some of the drive-throughs and Chicago McDonald's are testing, like using like automated voice recognition using to do drive-throughs. <laughs> yeah. Using sex robots to do drive-throughs, but you, there wouldn't be a person on the other end taking your order. It would be like Siri taking your order at a McDonald's. Oh. And they're saying that the threshold that they're trying to get to before they implement them is 85% order accuracy. So four what? out of five times, you're not going to get what you wanted coming out of it, wow. which is so terrible. Like, yeah, McDonald's is already bad at getting what you want in an order, but could you imagine having to tell like Alexa what you're trying to order from McDonald's, let alone like the variation in speech patterns that it would need to be able to pick up? I get extreme anxiety whenever I am out with someone who orders something that has like more than one, I think, yes. qualifier yes. when it goes Thank with the you. order. Go off, King. I, I yes. love Toilette. She is a lovely human being inside and out, but she is a very picky eater. Like, oh, I want this sandwich, but I don't want these three things that come on it. And I also would like luck. extra mayonnaise. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> we, speaking speaking of when we went to the when we went to the cookout, my wife wanted to order her her burger 
uh, like with like a lettuce bun and it was like trying to <laughs> dictate like Chinese to English and like the most delicate <laughs> translation settings in like the UN you could ever imagine, like trying to get them to put this on a bed of lettuce. I, oh. I thought like that would be and one that, of those places. That they would just go no. What else? Yeah, yeah, that didn't count the other stuff that had to be on there, like the the lettuce, and, or I mean, excuse me, the onion and like tomato and all that stuff. Yeah, I'm a I'm a huge everything guy. Like, how do you want that? I want everything on it. Like, whatever you have, yeah, put it all on there. I'll eat it. I won't complain. But I get if you've got like a, you know, you're really picky about certain foods or tastes or textures or whatever. But then maybe you probably shouldn't order that if you don't want three or four of the ingredients that come with it that just should not be shouldn't be what you get maybe yeah order ordering efficiency is something that we need to it's an awareness that we need to bring to america like like whatever however you think you order your 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 meal at a fast food place write it down on a piece of paper and think of different ways to do it and, and be faster about it Got a complicated order and drive through aisle like, number two. Like I used to for forever. I used to order the spicy chicken deluxe sandwich, spicy chicken deluxe meal at Chick-fil-A, but I didn't want the lettuce or the tomato on it, Yeah, but I just wanted the cheese. And so like after a while, I was like, I'll just take the spicy chicken sandwich, add cheese. Boom. Way easier. Look at that. Way easier. I'm just, I'm just an operations specialist at this point. <laughs> Absolutely. You got one qualifier. You're, you're allowed one add-on or subtraction and that's it <laughs> i think that's well, reasonable it's a good it's a good it's a good like thing to teach your kids too when yeah. they start wanting like all this other shit on there you're like no one choice buddy. One, you're one gonna thing, get, buddy you're gonna get how it comes and you get one choice off otherwise yeah, we, you're still ordering off the kids menu like you're getting a hot dog at this italian restaurant <laughs> and you're gonna be picky about what you're getting in your pasta dish clearly you're not ready to move up to the big boy menu <laughs> Uh, speaking of drive-throughs and menus, Luke, I'm interested to hear about the Wendy's chicken sandwich Pringles. Yeah, What's going on so there? I, uh, it's been a while since I had gone to the grocery store today. So I did a big one and I went to Jewel for the first time in a mm. pretty long time. Typically I go to Mariano's, um, and Jewel is like apparently ground zero for brand collabs right now, because <laughs> like I, I was seeing stuff all over the place. Um, but as I was getting in line to check out, I turned to my left and I see cans of chicken, spicy chicken sandwich flavored Pringles. And there were Wendy's <laughs> branded. What? But I, I, I decided not to buy them because I already had one bag of novelty flavored chips in my uh in my cart. And I was like, this person is going to judge me if I come through with all the novelty chips. What other novelty chips did you have? I had the chili mango wavy lays. <laughs> Ooh, actually sounds really good. Yeah. I got some uh, Cuban or Maui, Maui Wowie style chips when I was down in the Southeast. There's just like, bring that stuff up here. I want like a novel. I will get one novelty item probably per grocery run, like you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Like you can't go crazy with it and just like start shopping like you're high or you're a child <laughs> with twenty dollars like, for adults. You gotta keep a lid on it. Also, if I bring chips into the house, like I'm not still on my same diet, but I'm like not trying to eat chips all the time. And yeah. if they're there, I'm gonna eat them. 
Oh, I see a Baconator Wendy's Pringle, and I don't know if it's real or not. But, like, what makes it Baconator and not just, like, cured smoked meat flavor? Do you know what I mean? Bacon-flavored chips, yeah. I mean, like, the Baconator is an absolutely insane sandwich because it's just bacon mayonnaise and ground beef on a bun. (laughs) It's your BLT, but, like, sub out the T and put in just, like, fat-enriched beef patties hater uh speaking of chicken flavored things chicken in the biscuit is an underrated cracker it is probably i, I love in- chicken in a biscuit it's good I th- yeah it's good maybe it's a good. top five cracker that would be a good thing for us to to like a, a mount rush no power ranking of <laughs> crackers, crackers. <laughs> top five crackers number one toilet number two <laughs> zach sorry zach number three joe biden <laughs> <laughs> those are some of my favorite crackers i'm putting cracker rankings as a, a later episode idea luke i'm not seeing these other wendy's collabs on the pringles website i'm just seeing baconator maybe oh, really? you found maybe you found some bad boy versions oh Ooh. man now oh, i feel i don't know why it's also in france in french too uh-huh. <laughs> i don't know either but um, now I'm disappointed because if this is like a pre-internet find and you're really on the cutting edge, that's good to know too. And of course, like at Jewel, they were out of strawberries and cucumbers, but for some reason they have plenty of spicy chicken sandwich flavored Pringles. Seems like they need to get their priorities in order. Luke, were you saying that um, Columbus, Ohio and somewhere in Arizona maybe are like the the hubs for piloting different niche novelty food items i know toledo ohio is one of them okay like one of my fraternity brothers like in 2010 was being was telling me like hey man taco bell is coming out with a doritos infused taco shell i'm like how do you know this he's like toledo is a test market i was like wow that's that's impressive that you're from an area that just consumes so much fast food that they're just going to use you guys as guinea pigs i I'm kind of jealous, to be honest. I think I would yeah, love I, that. I'd be, I'd be like, sign me up. Maybe I'd retire there. <laughs> Toilets retirement. <laughs> professional, professional fast food guinea pig. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Anybody else got more food topics here? We talked. I love how it. that's how we've started like the past four episodes. It's just us riffing about like most recent fast food items that we <laughs> ate. Fellas, we're back. <laughs> we are back. The boys are eating food again. I did have an inappropriate amount of fast food today. I was driving from South yeah, Carolina on, back to Tennessee. Road trip. That doesn't count. Can, can I can I make a confession? Can I tell you what it was? Yeah. So I started off the morning with two donuts and a coffee from Dunkin' Donuts. Okay. Strong start. Strong start. The then fuel I... that you need for the energy to stay alert <laughs> on the road. <laughs> <laughs> then then I moved on to a uh, spicy chicken sandwich. From Chick-fil-A. Okay. Add Love cheese. Add, add pepper jack cheese, fries, yeah. and might have gotten a side five-count nugget. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. And then, and then, and then, and then uh, uh, in, in Cookville, we stopped to get coffee at Dunkin', and I was like, ooh, I'll take a, I'll take a handful of munchkins there. So I got <laughs> so I had about maybe that you know, is three, four, seven so <laughs> munchkins or so. So, yeah, my body, I am going to be, I am going to be feeling it tomorrow. 
I have to give a specific shout out. I was very ignorant to the distinct pleasure of pilot gas station and overall like almost hotel like experience in the convenience store. Luke, are you familiar with the pilot chain? I love, I love oh, pilots. Oh yes. Pilots that's, and loves. That's the one that has like not just the convenience store, which is huge. It's like the floor plan is enormous, but they also have like a full clothing section and depending on the county, an arcade or a casino. Um, in that's the, have showers too. Yeah, the, I was truckers. Say, the truckers. Day spa upstairs. I had the most private and relaxing defecation on the road of my life. <laughs> <laughs> it, I, I will never go anywhere else. It's nicer than a rest stop. Um, oh yeah, it's, oh, everything yeah. is there in one place. They it do, was, they do a really was, good job, and they say hello to you every time you walk in. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I. Can they, go they have, else. they have good coffee. Like in terms of gas station coffee. They're elite level. I did not sample their coffee. It does it does make me pray for you a little bit that you had two Dunkin' Donuts trips in the same day, both fueled with coffee and donuts. That's yeah. that's something that I don't know how many what percentage of people have even done that in their life. That's <laughs> impressive stuff. Uh, this is ignorant to the citizens of Boston, Massachusetts. So, toilet, if you'd like <laughs> to take the time to apologize, it would be now. Wow, is this is going to be the first ever sports podcast that makes fun of people from Boston? <laughs> um, I have some just other... kidding. People from Boston don't have internet; they won't hear this podcast. <laughs> um, I had some other vacation thoughts and tips um, while uh, Zach and I were both fortunate enough to enjoy some vacations. Uh, recently um, the first one is um, I would like to invent a u-shaped straw so the u-shaped straw is meant for when I'm fully reclined either in a lazy river or laying on some kind of like like lawn chair or like beach chair and I don't want to actually have to like sit up to drink out of my beverage. Ah, yes. So I want a, a, a it's shaped like a u so I can just kind of get it close to me and just kind of like lean my face over and and enjoy my beverage while still fully reclined. What do you guys think? I like it. Lean my face over. It's great. Yeah. Just needing a ton of suction coming from the lips in order to do it. But I know <laughs> yeah. what you mean, toilet. It yeah, stinks yeah. to have to go through the effort of sitting up just ever so slightly to take a sip out of a can. And the yeah. bendy straw sometimes just isn't enough. It's not enough bend. Exactly. I need a full, like a, like a candy cane shape, basically, where it just kind of comes down a little bit. So I don't have to sit up. I don't want to be disturbed, basically. Um, so that was my first invention. My second invention, um, which is basically solved by putting a pilot every five miles on every single expressway is like an app that you put on your phone where it shows you like the lowest gas prices. It gives like a, a like a ranking for like bathrooms like you could just leave like, oh, this is a zero star bathroom. Like, don't even bother. Keep going. Um, you mean Gas Buddy? Gas Buddy is that a thing that tells yeah. you like like gas rates specifically? But I well, want to own one. Yeah, okay. That's I don't know if they do bathrooms on theirs, but I I agree. There's we have a level of ratchetness. Yeah. With the with the um, gas stations that we'll stop at, but like Pilot and Loves, you know, are going to be great. This is just becoming a podcast about Pilot. Yeah, it basically Pilot Flying is. J. I believe the guy who owns the the excuse me the governor of the Cincinnati Bengals. 
Was Ooh. the guy who found, oh, wow. founded Pilot J? Terminology. I love it. I, I totally yeah, agree. I think I so. I think, yeah. In it. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think that would help with more elite road trip planning. Like, like I am kind of a snob when it comes to coffee. I want, like, Starbucks. I don't really want Dunkin', but I'll drink Dunkin'. So, like, if a if a, Ooh, app sir, tell me, wow, like, that's fucking fighting words I know, right there. I'm sorry. Like, the Dunkin', they just put way too much cream in everything, and they put way too much sugar in everything. It's just not my jam. I thought you were a Dunkin' guy. Like, the last two times I've seen you on a Thursday, you have, like, a giant iced coffee, and it's, like, free Dunkin' Day. Yeah, well, it's free, or it's, like, $2. So that that's a little different. I'm, I'm the bouge boy getting a little Starbucks. Yeah. I what do you? What's your Starbucks? Starbucks? What's your Starbucks order? Iced Americano, coconut milk. Ooh, God, what's, fancy what size? Lad. Uh, usually grande, but if okay. it's a longer day, maybe a, a Trenti or a Venti. <laughs> but God, the Trenta, the Trenta cups are fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it's. <laughs> Yeah, like, don't grab one of those can fit right over the head of a sea turtle. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a fun party hat for a sea turtle. <laughs> I get I get a Trenta mocha frappuccino, please, with like enough calories for two and a half days. Thank you very much. There was a uh, a Starbucks in the basement of the resort we were at, and I went down for coffee one morning, and the line was you know like eight people long. I'm like, well, it's whatever. It's nine o'clock. You got to wait a little bit. Figuring one or two of the people in line would just want like a hot coffee or something <laughs> simple. You thought but wrong, pal. You were you in the wrong, wrong bud. Every single person was getting like that stupid pink drink for eight people. And then like an iced Frappuccino blended bullshit extravaganza. Yeah. It, you're not it was like a full hour wait. Oh, Folks are on God. vacation and they want their fancy morning milkshake beverage. Oh my God. Don't even get me started my, my on that shit. Drink. Don't okay. even get me started on all of Can those fucking drinks I used to have to make at the Kiwi starfruit star fruit refresh. <laughs> I mean, and I iced flat white. With I whipped cream and caramel sprinkles. The Starbucks menu should stop catering to the like the sugar aholics that need to go to Dunkin' Donuts. Like Dunkin' Donuts is for like the Fruit Loops, you know, daily dose of sugar drink. And Starbucks is like, here is your coffee. We offer like four different varieties. Go on with your day. You know. Have you guys ever tried to order black coffee at McDonald's? No. For some for some reason, when you enter McDonald's, you enter a time warp where the words black coffee don't mean the same thing other places because this has happened to me in multiple McDonald's, in multiple states, like in multiple drive-thrus where if you order a black coffee, they will put cream in it. And wow. I was like, and I'm like, they'll put cream and sugar in it. Really? Like, this, I don't want this, like make it black. And they were like, what do you mean? It was like, like no black cream. coffee, no yeah. cream, no sugar. And they were like, oh, you mean plain. plain. Like, this is the same thing. But plain coffee doesn't mean anything. I've had that happen in Duncan before, too, where I say I want it black. <laughs> and it comes like pumped with that that sugar water, simple syrup that they yeah. jam yeah. into everything with 40 pounds of ice. Like, I don't want this. I just want black iced coffee. I I, uh, I I stumbled upon this. It's it's the order, the Starbucks order to end all orders. 
Oh God. So just reading this cup, it starts with the, and, and, and just a disclaimer for the folks listening out there who aren't, you know, our moms. Um, I worked at a Starbucks in high school, so I can feel the pain mm-hmm. of this uh, person, but it's a grande vanilla bean cream frap with oh, heavy, no. with heavy cream, uh, 0.5 with soy lactate milk, 0.14 with cream in a venti cup, no ice, no water, stevia monk fruit. I don't even know what that is. Honey, extra caramel drizzle, extra coconut flakes, extra Greek yogurt, matcha powder. Oh, God, Ugh. with room, foam, served at 34 degrees, banana, strawberry, two protein powder, add frap chips, raw sugar, no whip, no sweet cream, add agave, which might be the most uh, just damning ingredient of all, blueberry topping, uh, a third with almond milk, and 0.152 with coconut milk. Is, is this on the side of a cup PM. or is this like mathematically the most complicated order that you can put in at Starbucks? I don't know. It's ma- It's mathematically on the side of a cup. Because also no tip, by the way, no tip. Whoa, on that no order. shot, no <laughs> shot, no shot. They left a tip. No, not shot. a chance. <laughs> 34 degrees. That is something else right there. Like I get some people, some people order extra hot. I do that in the winter sometimes. Like if I'm going to be walking at home, doing a little uh, extra hot, especially on some of the orders that would come with foam, like a latte or a cappuccino or something like that. But you can't get that specific with the degrees. Come on, man. No, I I have, has it, um, speaking of, has it turned over to iced coffee season for you yet, Luke? Oh yeah, it was like ninety degrees here all weekend. Oh, it's iced, def- iced coffee, baby. It, it, yeah, it's iced coffee. Although, like, we don't. We'll go to Starbucks like maybe once a week. Sorry, the one in California. Yeah, um, most of the time we just make coffee at home, and when we do that, it's I always just drink hot coffee. Yeah, Maddie goes through the. Uh, gymnastics of like putting a cup in the freezer adding ice to it like sticking it in there to like try and get it to iced coffee in some like reasonable amount of time not not a chance and and like all you needed to do is like if you really wanted to make iced coffee it was just like make it the night before and put it in a pitcher the next day where you're like well then it's not yeah no yeah but speaking of the u-shaped uh straw toilet one of the habits that I've really gotten used to in the pandemic is drinking my coffee in bed before I have to get up and go to work in the morning. Oh my God. A, a perfect opportunity for the U-shaped straw. The U-shaped straw, the candy cane straw, baby. That's that's excellent. I love that. And I'm never used for it. Not just on vacation, for everyday use. Um, you made me think of uh, when you said that no one's ever heard of black coffee before. When I was in Puerto Rico, uh, weather's usually pretty warm, pretty humid. Yeah, um, it's pretty warm. And pretty they tropical. love their coffee down there. Uh, so I was looking did. forward to drinking some coffee down there. And a lot of people also had never really heard of iced coffee. Yeah, they don't do it at all. They don't do it at all. I so I a couple of places I ordered. Hey, can I have an iced coffee? They would make. They would pour me a cup of coffee, and then they would put in some ice cubes. <laughs> 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 and they said, here you go, toilet. And I said, that is not what I wanted. <laughs> I, I did kind of explain it to someone too. They're like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, 
Like, do you have any older coffee that's like you're probably gonna like dump out? Like that's just like room temp now. Like, can you just add some ice to it? I'll drink that. They're like, why would you want that? I'm like, well, I want the taste of coffee, but I don't want it to be hot because I'd like to drink something cold. But I guess they like drinking hot coffee because it makes you feel colder because the coffee's so hot. Is that a real thing? I think it's sure. well, I buy it. Yeah. I think there's also like the taste of coffee is parabolic, right? Like it's good when it's ripping hot and then it gets worse and worse and worse the closer it gets to being tepid and then it gets better the colder it gets. You could say it gets worse as it gets lukewarm. (laughs) Sorry, I just totally derailed your, your, your idea there, but keep going. No, my, I was done with that idea. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm a huge hot coffee guy. Toilet, like it could be it could be 95 degrees outside, and I'm walking down the street with a hot coffee. Like nice. I, I don't I don't get iced coffee down here when it's like you know second week in August and it's 1,000 percent humidity. I'm like, give me the hottest coffee that you got. Oh my god! <laughs> Commitment to the cause, baby. G- give now, me the coffee ice. that melted the woman's genitals at McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> that, but hotter. Thank you. Oh, I, I, I just want a cup of molten lava, please. Please defy physics with this <laughs> cup of coffee. Oh man. Well, we, I think we got started on this tangent with some vacation tips and, and notification and things that we noticed on the way. Um, I'd like to return to that because I have go um, something that I apparently am just uh, a little too stubborn about and a little bit too road ragey about, and it's bad drivers. Um, Zach, you were just in the car probably for eight to 10 hours today. Yeah, about that. Probably closer to 10. And I think we just need to, I don't know how we can fix this problem with existing drivers, but how can we help the youth understand how to drive on the interstate? Because the slow people in the left lane, just, I just cannot, I just cannot it just drives me more insane than almost anything. No pun intended. Um, what can we get a profile of your interstate driving tendencies? Yeah. So and, and we're going to disavow. We're going to disavow everything for any law enforcement listening. Sure. Yeah. Um, we we drive know, the speed limit. In most interstates, the speed limit is 70 and I'm pretty comfortable operating between 80 and 90 miles an hour. My <laughs> ideal speed <laughs> is like 83. I'd yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. That's like that, where that's, I like that's appropriate. Be. That's appropriate for the left-hand lane. Yeah. I'm like cruising. I'm not like obnoxiously fast. I feel like if I notice someone kind of like uh coming up ripping up the left lane faster than myself, I'll get over. Once I pass someone, I'll get over. I yeah. don't have a problem kind of going back and forth from left to right. I won't just stay in the left for miles and miles at a time. Yeah. We, um, we, we need to, we need to install like another light in the back of your car that like, if you do notice somebody in that situation, you can just do a little flash flash and say, Hey, bud, I got you. Yeah. I'm going to go up to the next car. Yeah, it's go it's over called and I'll brake let you go checking through. them. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, just make sure you don't do that to the don't tread on me flag. Sorry, toilet. I'm going ahead. On some of your topics. But yeah, keep going. Well, I think that's I think that's an appropriate, like like I'm a hard like 75 to 78 er. Okay. So I'm mostly in the right hand lane, but I will pass in the left and speed up. But then if I do, I'll get back over in the right. Sure. Because I nothing nothing bothers me more than somebody who's too slow in the left hand lane. Luke, how about you? What are your habits? Slow traffic. I'm a I'm a 10 above guy. Um, it depends on the interstate too, because there are certain interstates that I know where cops are looking for out of state license plates to pull over. Yeah. Um, but you know, the Southern old saying Wisconsin. goes, nine you're fine, ten you're mine is like apparently the cop mantra in terms of like what they consider to be acceptable my, speed limits. My father-in-law, retired federal ranger, says the same exact thing. Oh. Nine, nine, you're fine. Ten, you're mine. Interesting. Okay. Well, I guess disavow my comment from before for being thir- 12 to 13 over. Uh, I probably should not have such a lead foot, but when you're driving from South Carolina all the way back up to the northwest suburbs of Chicago. Oh, did you guys go all the way through? One trip. Is that Holy 16 shit. hours? Uh, we left at 8 a.m. and we got home at midnight. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so fifth. Let's, yeah, eight a.m. eight a.m. local time, right? Yeah, we, I did it. Well, I did it all based on the car, the the car clock, which we did not change over. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, what is that? Sixteen hours total with stops. Yeah, it's actually pretty yeah. impressive. I well, mean, because I was going eighty-two to eighty-three whenever there wasn't a dipshit in the left lane. <laughs> <laughs> would you? Would you? Did you go up through forty? Did you guys go up through forty through Tennessee, or did you go up? No, yeah. you probably went up through. No, we did uh, South Carolina straight through to Knoxville. Dude, then, so you went through you went through the gorge. Yeah, it was not that bad. I went through the gorge today, and we had a beautiful drive. And then the moment we were in the gorge, there was a down there was a downpour. At one uh, point, somebody was driving, and I was in the right hand lane, of course, as we just described. Well, I yeah. was not going seventy five through the gorge toilet. No, you can no. that's not a smart idea to do. No, but somebody drove and like sprayed so much water over the car that entire like it totally covered the windshield and i felt like i was in like a yellow submarine under the sea like <laughs> I, it was, yeah just blind <laughs> yeah that's a that's an excellent excellent point because if you're not you like we're all from the midwest so i didn't really do mountain driving until i went out to visit my mom's yinzer family in the hills of pennsylvania that's and, a hilly drive too yeah. i've done that many times and some of those turns can get like hairy in the tunnels too yeah, I kind of yada yada. They're like, "Oh, you're gonna come out and drive in the mountains." I'm like, "Okay, yeah, how hard yeah, is it gonna be?" And then you go out there, like, "Oh man, this is a different kind of driving. Like, this is not driving the interstate in Chicago, sitting in a buttload of traffic. That's a totally different type of driving too." But sure, uh, mountain driving is something totally unique uh, that everyone should probably practice. Maybe we should teach the kids how to do that. City driving. We teach them mountain driving. We should teach them not to be a dipshit in the left lane. That's all I'm saying. We should teach um, the kids how to do the driving that happens in car commercials, which is apparently just driving as fast as possible over a completely flat desert. Or going <laughs> 20 miles an hour with children in the backseat. The, the salt fields. Yeah, exactly. Those are the two types of driving. We're going, to, we're going 20 miles per hour on the salt fields with our kids in the backseat. <laughs> it's like they make you do interstate driving when you're like 
taking driving lessons, but what is that? Like going on like 53 for two exits and then hopping off. That's not teaching you how to drive on an interstate. It's, it's taking 53 from Lake cook out to like Rand road and yeah. getting off and then getting off for all Gonquin road and getting a, off. M- a mile down staying in the right lane the entire time yeah with, with the with the instructor with their foot on the brake already yeah. too so i didn't keep a count zach but he alluded to this earlier do you think you saw more blue lives matter flags <laughs> on the cars or more don't tread on me stickers on the back of cars i i think it I, it was pretty close it was pretty close the the don't tread on me uh, license plate probably pushes it over, pushes but, it in favor of the don't tread on me. But I, I saw a lot of more blue lives, more blue, more uh, thin blue line punisher stickers than anything. Yeah. yeah, I think I think that's true, too. I think that it's nice that they make them, you know, they're probably the same uniform index card three by five inch because you can just go right over the Trump 2021. You know, yeah. you the Trump 2016, I, you put, the put it over it one on. <laughs> We're all still next there. To it, Don't tread on me on top of that one. No, the, you put it. You put it next to it. Sir. I saw a car today that had a couple of Trump bumper stickers, and then it had a "Do you Q." Do oh, Yeah, do you Q? in the wild. It Love was, it was it. like uh, it was like one of those um, got milk style fonts on a on a black uh, bumper mm. sticker, and it said, "Yeah, do you Q." I mean, wow. like now, did you guys ever like know people who put those like FOP stickers on the back of their car so that they wouldn't get pulled over? What's an What's FOP? FOP? Friend of the oh, police. Friends of police. Uh, fraternal order of police. It, it basically is like the sticker that like cops would put on their car so that they wouldn't get pulled over in their personal cars. But ah. then they started selling them if you like <laughs> donated to the policeman's charity, whatever ponzi scheme that's genius so now you don't even need to do that you can just get the blue lives matter punisher sticker and if a cop is behind you they're gonna think like oh the guy ahead of me is a cop like (laughs) he's good that's two bucks on etsy i think that's well worth the investment that's 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 actually not a bad idea yeah so now instead of driving 83 we can just drive 95 (laughs) the entire way through a two dollar Etsy sticker is way cheaper than a three hundred and fifty dollar speeding ticket. The bigger the sticker, the faster that you can drive. So if you've <laughs> got like a flag coming out of the back, it's uh you know coming up on Puerto Rican Day here in Chicago. So you got the dudes driving around with the flags. If you got one of those, you could go one hundred and twenty all the way to Jacksonville, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh. What do you guys want to hit next? We got we got a lot of bangers on here. We took two weeks off, so you know we've got you know just the best, most elite content stored up. I've got a little uh, sports story for you, and I guess sports? like uh, you guys went on vacation, um, <clears throat> so that was your like sort of return to normalcy. My return to normalcy was that I went to a baseball game over Memorial Day weekend for the first time. Oh, that's fun! What game? Um, I went to see the White Sox versus the Orioles, but the previous night's game got rained out. So I got a free double header, a 1 p.m. and a 4 p.m. start um, two seven inning games. So oh, what's the seven inning game like? It's it's quick. Like you don't Did realize you like, like how much faster it goes. But without like the late inning shenanigans, like it really does shorten the time of the Did, game. Did you did you keep score? 
No, I didn't keep score because I I, I'm drinking beers instead. (laughs) I was going with a guy who's like a friend of mine, but kind of a new friend. And I didn't want to be like keeping score the entire time. That's like a pretty lonely sort of activity. I want to make sure that I was engaging. You didn't want to be too, you didn't want him to think of you as too much of a dork. Right, exactly. Um, the first thing that happened uh, when I walked into the stadium, we were or, uh, sitting in the left field bleachers section of the G spot. First thing I heard, uh, the Pike boys from the University of Iowa were sitting in front of us. Shout out to the Pike boys. The first thing that they were like yelling at the right fielder was calling him a very not so nice name for a gay person. And I was like, folks, the bleachers are all the way back. This was in the bottom of the first inning, by the way. In a happy Pride game. Month. <laughs> yeah. Happy Pride Month. Seriously. Of the first game, right? Yeah. This so, isn't even the bottom of the first of the second game. Right. So it's the first inning and they are smashed. And I was like, what the hell is going on here? And I was standing behind one of them to go to the bathroom and uh, he just drops a fifth of crown Royal that he had snuck into the game. So like salute to him for being creative and how to do that. Cause that's kind of a tricky bottle to crotch. <laughs> like, I don't even know how he did it. Like, was he holding a jacket? And if so, like how lax is security where you could get like, that sort of object through the metal detectors into the game. Uh, I don't know if I want my steamy thighs on my beer before I drink it. I don't know if that's worth it for me. Yeah, a nice warm glass of Canadian whiskey to uh, enjoy <laughs> with your baseball game. <laughs> Warmed by my thighs and ball sack. <laughs> I've always Ain't been confused about the rules of baseball games too, because there's like this weird vestige of like the games used to not sell food and be picnics. So you can bring stuff in, but what is the limit on that? Does it have to be packaged? Can I bring an entire tray of lasagna? (laughs) If I'm going with my family, this actually actually sounds like a great, like Twitter slant be it like like just the guy who takes weird fucking food to to baseball games like this what is a nathan fielder and, skit yeah right here what you can and can't actually bring in no i know what you're talking about luke i think you could bring like sandwiches and like and like bottled water and that's it uh, i think you're bearing the Maybe. lead here luke. did you go on a ma- a bro date to a cubs game that's a pretty swanky first bro date no it's a white Sox game it was a white Sox game oh okay there's an so economical not, bro date. The economic. <laughs> I mean, we not got two. Term. We got two games, and each seat was like forty-five bucks. So wow. yeah, absolutely. Uh, did make it up with beer, though. What is the price difference? If you can give a little like comparison for and a little economy, I think Twilight and I. She's a South Sider, so I think we're going to try and do a Sox game sometime soon too. What what is it at a Cubs game? Is it twelve bucks now for Budweiser? I don't know inflation yeah something like that last time i went to one they were 11 25 each oh god why why 25 just make it 11 or 12 why well it's it's, it's totally cashless now and you can tip them cashless so each time it was like two beers or 25 bucks like that's the way that it's working out with Um, tip and that's like kind of tough um now did they said to is it double header did they and it was a 
a shortened game. Did they stop serving beer and like they the did of the fifth? not stir- stop serving beer the entire time? So that was kind of cool. What a, what a fu- what a funny like what a funny like quirk of the new rules too. If they do these seven inning games, where they're like, we actually don't ever have to stop serving alcohol at all. Like we could serve it up to like the extra innings of the second of the second game of the doubleheader. They How much? Did- Go ahead. They didn't stop during the first game. They didn't stop during the break. They didn't pause like at all. It was just let's go one hundred percent of the time. So, get your beer. So you're telling you're telling me that those those guys serving the beer were doing two shortened games with an intermission. So they're doing fourteen innings with a beginning before the first game, and then they have an intermission in the second game, and then they don't ever have to stop. So like those guys are making a fucking killing then. They the don't have enemies. the they don't have the guys walking up and down the crowd yet though, so you had to go to the concessions. Oh, wow! Is that a COVID thing? Yeah, I think it is. Like, it's I, a I lot. was Lori Lightfoot. I was at one of the last game. I, I think uh, the they start at one hundred percent capacity as of Friday, so then you'll be able to get it from those did guys. You, did you have to be vaccinated in order to sit in the bleachers? No, and, and nobody yeah. was checking. I mean, I brought nobody it. was vaccinated. No, and nobody was vaccinated. I mean, I brought it just in case, but I wasn't, it wasn't like the special cub section. It was still like limited capacity. So they weren't checking. Um, I'm wondering how long the intermission was between the two games first. Uh, that's a good question. It was like in 45 minutes to an hour. Okay. So that's it, had to be nice. about, it had to be about an hour to get the field turned over. Because yeah. they have to re-rake, and then they have to wet it down again, and then they got to put the lines back. So, okay, that sounds. I went. To, I went to a. I went to a doubleheader in 2003. The Cubs clinched the NL, clinched the Central Division in a doubleheader against the Pirates at home. And it was so late in the season where if you had tickets to the, if you had the game, the the game on the day before was canceled. So if you had tickets to the next game, you had tickets then for both games. So you could go, you could go to the, the, the morning game and then you could, or the early afternoon game. And then you could go to the late game. I like that. Cubs won, Cubs won both. And then the Astros beat the Astros lost to the Brewers back when the Astros were in the central. Then the Cubs remember when the Astros were in the central. Yeah. Remember that was, that, that was Jeff so, Bagwell. Because there were like six teams in some divisions and four in others. And it's like, yeah. what the hell are we doing here? Um, my other question was, did they do a seventh inning stretch? No. What? That's weird. What yeah. do, they, do they do that at Cubs games? What do they do? Do they sing twice? Do they? I think they sing take me out to the ball game twice. But probably I think just for, put Harry Carey out on the, on the, the, bill, on the scoreboard. Oh, I want to buy that NFT. Hologram, Sorry. hologram, Harry Carey, holographic Harry Carey, your rare Harrys. <laughs> oh, I love that. Uh, Zach, I want to hear one of your topics. What do you want to talk about? I had my first movie theater experience. Oh, what you go see? Went to go see A Quiet Place Part Two. Okay, what'd you think? It was good. It was good. I definitely. I think it was had like a 90% on rotten tomatoes. And I would say it's more in like the 80 to 83% okay. range, but it's definitely, it was definitely certified, certified fresh. And um, I thought it was, it was interesting. Cause I mean, we, we also went to go see a movie on a Sunday night. So take this with a grain of salt, but um, there really weren't a ton of people. 
Mm. And it was pretty, I mean, it was pretty, pretty awesome. Like they, I think they were doing something where they weren't, they were selling every other row. Um, but it was, it was, uh, I mean, we didn't really, I don't really, I didn't really worry too much about it. And I guess that's also because it was Sunday night and there really weren't a ton of people, but maybe it's different on, you know, the Fridays and the Saturdays, but the movie was good. The experience was pretty good. And I think movie theaters, who's back of the week, movie theaters. What you're saying is right now it is prime time to get a hand job in a movie theater. I was (laughs) about to see what's what's the weirdest thing you guys have seen in the movie theater. Oh, wow. Um, I inappropriate teens making out. Okay. So nothing too salacious. I've seen, I've, someone, seen... I've seen someone throw up before in oh, a movie God. theater. Oh gosh. Was it a kid or like a drunk person or something? Uh, it, it was like a, it was like a drunk person. That's crazy to be like throwing up drunk, going to see a movie. That sounds... yeah. <laughs> it was like, I was like pretty young too. I think it was like, is it the AMC and, I can't wait for Olympus is fallen. This is gonna be great. No, it was like it was like Austin Powers like spy shagged me or something like that. It was like some movie. It was like a really old movie. Um, I've seen these shoes off, socks off in the movie theater before. Oh my god. Yeah. That that is instant jail. (laughs) Right there. Citizens arrest. Zach, do you have people who take off their shoes at work? define what you mean by that like slip like if you're just like maybe slip your heels out of your shoes does that count or is like full-on take your shoes off and like set them over to the side like a a defiant act of freeing your feet the the ladder this is like this is more like a thing that women do or that tend to do yeah yeah i i people do it i mean i i used to do it when i had a a cube but like that was also when i was working like 14 hour days so like yeah yeah, of course yeah i I do that but like not during like not if it was like a normal day at like 2 30 in the afternoon i'm not taking my freaking shoes off for that get your afternoon dunkin you got a handful of munchkins you pop your shoes off Pop my, shoes my, my feet are swollen because of my spicy chicken sandwich with pepper jack cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to microwave a glass of milk real quick. <laughs> diabetes that I'm giving myself from eating munchkins every day. Oh, uh, man. Is there any chance you guys are going to go back into the office anytime soon? Is that, uh, yeah, is that actually, bad? I actually have to go to the office tomorrow. Oh, yeah, I'm, I might go this week. Wow. Our offices opened up nationwide. Uh, well, nationwide and then subject, of course, to your local uh, ordinances on yeah. June 1st. There are no ordinances in Tennessee, so we know Zach can go back to work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What COVID? Um, yeah. I, like, I think that people aren't going to go back until somebody like kind of makes them go back. <laughs> Like, because right now it's like totally optional, but and they yeah. say that they're going to have a plan, but like, I'm not going to like go every day if I don't have to. I don't yeah, need to that's be a, there. That's what that's what ours is too, where it's just like it's it's open. You have the option, but like they won't force you to go back. But like I know sooner or later, like they will. You know, if we're just you holding guys- out totally optional until Labor Day. That's all I'm hoping for. Like, give us the hot girl summer, please. Give us the hot girl summer. Wet boy summer. 
wet hot boy summer baby wet, you guys hot should american boy summer <laughs> defiantly like microwave some tilapia or something when your boss is around just to be like hey you guys you actually don't want us motherfuckers yeah. drinking the building. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah you actually don't want my ass back here it's i got behavior now i got used to a certain level of comfort being at home so i'm gonna be in my snuggie and my uggs and i'm gonna be <laughs> microwaving fish every day at noon mm-hmm. Yeah, my active defiance is going to be showing up to the office in shorts and saying, <laughs> technically, there's no dress code. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is what I've been wearing to work for the past year, and I got a oh. great performance review. So what of it? You you would piss off the French people by wearing shorts to work, Luke. Why is that? Because I yeah. believe, right, like Europeans don't ever wear shorts, right? Yeah, that's like they make fun of they make fun of like they they basically point out any American tourist in Europe because like grown men in Europe like do not wear shorts unless they're like playing soccer or at the gym. Like they they won't wear it because it's like shorts are for little boys. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, This little this young little moist boy right here. This moist little boy right here wants to wear shorts. (laughs) Absolutely. I've been running all year not to show off these tasty thighs. Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. Let's go. Are you, oh, are oh, you... oh, oh, speaking of, can I make an apology? Speaking of tasty thighs, can sure. I bring another? Can I make an apology to an apology? I got sunburnt. Oh. I got sunburnt on my legs. Wait, what part? Like the upper um, thigh? A little bit on the upper thigh. And then mostly, actually, it's a weird spot because I have so much hair on my legs, but it's like basically from like, below my knee to like my ankle below your knee to your ankle who gets yeah. sunburned there i know exactly that's why i usually don't ever put sunscreen there because i'm like i have they're I have hairy ass legs like i'm not i don't i'm like it's the 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 shadow cast by all the all the hair isn't going to get me sunburned there that's going to feel not. so good when you put on socks to go into the office tomorrow zach <laughs> you're going to absolutely love that moment for yourself um, I had a sunburn as well. I have a sunburn <laughs> below where my breasts must cast a shadow on my tummy. Um, like the weird middle part of like my abdomen. And then I got a sunburn on like right underneath my belly button, which is new. Um, it's pretty unattractive. And then I was wearing my Crocs so much. Oh, no. Um, I have a little blister on my foot. Oh, where no. my Crocs have been rubbing against my bare feet. So toilet <laughs> is looking really Midwestern right now. All you need is like a sick sunglass tan, maybe like a hat tan, like the ones that the golfers get. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, uh, would, a don't tread on me shirt or a, a, a Blue Lives Matter Punisher shirt. <laughs> the complete Midwestern June fit on point. Um, oh, I got I got a meme that I'm sending to the boys ooh. in a second. Oh, this is the boys read out their group chat aloud while they're recording a podcast. Um ooh. so right before we started recording this, I was I had to go to the grocery store tonight as I mentioned. So I was eating dinner a little late. Um, which means that I wasn't able to put on the usual fare of family feud. Um, and, uh, right now, uh, obviously the very limited sports, 
um, getting ready for the major soccer tournaments to start up, but we don't have football um, or uh, basketball on weeknights yet. So NBC is beginning its summer of fun um, in terms of game shows. Um, are you familiar with the game show Mental Samurai? No. No. Okay, well, you might recognize it when I describe it to you because the name really doesn't match up with what the content is. So it's hosted by Rob Lowe, and it's basically like somebody... <laughs> A true mental samurai. <laughs> the mental samurai himself. The question is, what if we asked people to do like kindergarten-level questions <laughs> while we put them in the thing that they use to get astronauts used to the G-forces that they're going to be experiencing? experiencing um while they're getting launched into space so it's on like a giant articulating arm and somebody is sitting in a cockpit and the arm is swinging around the room like bringing you from question to question and making you do like the very simplest things like one of the questions was this is a question that they asked an adult on this show was what do you get when you add the number of wheels on a unicycle to the number of wheels on a tricycle? And she had to do it on her hands. That true mental samurai right there. <laughs> but but there's nothing samurai themed about it. Rob Lowe isn't Japanese, nor is he wearing like a kabuki theater costume, oh. <laughs> nor is he carrying a sword. The set is just like deal or no deal, uh, or a deal or no deal who wants to be a millionaire like whatever aesthetic just like waving lights and like uh, a crowd and like that's it the questions aren't even Japanese themed um, but that also got me thinking like mental samurai is one of those names that you got out of like a Wu-Tang name generator that was on your MySpace when you were a, a sophomore in high school Samurai were the hereditary military nobility and officer caste of medieval and early modern Japan from the late 12th century until their abolition in 1876. And that was the history of the samurai. Noted, noted samurais. Number one, <laughs> Rob Lowe. <laughs> Number two, Tom Cruise. <laughs> he was the last one. He's the last one. <laughs> and Rob Lowe is directly descended from the last samurai who was white. Checkmate. Ooh, they had high prestige and and special privileges such as wearing two swords. Why doesn't everyone get two swords? I got two hands. Because there are different uh established customs for the upper class. Like back then you used to be able to carry two swords. Now you get to have sex with children and drink their blood. It's pretty simple folks. Now you get to have a blue lives matter and a don't tread on me sticker on your Ford F1 F-150. No, I'm talking about the upper class, like the people who have like helicopters. Like if you've got a helicopter, you can do like pretty much whatever you want. You you playing with a lighter right now? I'm playing with a lighter right now. <laughs> I took the I took the guard off, so we're yes. going hardcore. Yeah, dude. Now now it's you know you're doing it raw. You guys unfiltered. ever play with a lighter? Yes, toilet. Uh, I I play with a lighter. You do it in your pocket. 
class in college. In your pocket? Yeah, not just lighting it, but just like flicking it and getting it to spark and making your pocket warm. You, didn't <laughs> you guys never, you guys never do that. Well, no. no one else would I be <laughs> lighters. Uh, I don't want to light my pants on fire or my shorts, more likely. Zach, how about you? You like playing with lighters? Yeah, I like playing with lighters. Ooh. I like playing with fire. Who doesn't Zach like just, playing with fire? Zach just cooked up a sexy meme. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> no, no. Zach, can you describe this meme? For <laughs> can you please paint a word picture for a sec? <laughs> it's the uh for those on the internet it's the very it's uh it's the what you see versus what she sees <laughs> meme it was getting some it was getting some play from a, a luka Doncic post a uh, luka Doncic okay. picture that was coming that was uh oh up. when he was like sliding behind the baseline yeah 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 continue to paint the word picture for a zach that's it. It's it. It's it. It's a. It's a picture. It's a picture. Toilet was sitting there for a while with his camera like way down low from a lower perspective, and so I took a screenshot of it, and uh, and then I put it into the meme format, and that's it. It's a. It's a steamy meme. Hopefully, our <laughs> viewers will follow us on some kind of social media so they get to see it. I'm definitely not going to post this on social media. You're the anonymous one. Post your picture. <laughs> Please in, don't. In the Please context don't. of like next to you getting a blowjob. That is like exactly like how we wanted to do the admin reveal for a Midworst <laughs> podcast. <laughs> so I go to the boys and the boys alone. Oh, man, that one's just for the boys. Sorry, Sorry for all the listeners out there. All right, guys, we got anything else? We've got about an hour here. Yeah, I got a lot of stuff, but I can all wait. Yeah, I could push mine to next week. I actually really like this farewell millennial lifestyle subsidy. We could start with that next week. Let's start with the reading yeah, we'll start, we'll start with the We'll start with the, a weekly reading. Start with a reading. I like that. Excellent. Well, it's good to be back. I've been, you know, kind of in a blah mood. It is my, like, right now is my busy season, and last week I was really struggling to get the motivation, but it's good to be back with the guys. You know, sometimes you just need to break out there and do the thing that you've been procrastinating on doing. Although I'm exactly. not going to edit this until tomorrow night for sure. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. You deserve it. Cause Maddie's dad got me a bonded strength bourbon for uh, my birthday. Maddie's dad got you bondage. Ooh. Oh, I guess while I'm thinking of it, the one thing that I did this week, I guess to wrap it up, was uh, a word <laughs> of advice. BDSM. <laughs> a, a word of advice to the listeners. I went to a Korean barbecue and got the baby octopus. It is the most unsettling thing to cook at Korean barbecue. Is uh, it alive when they give it to you? It is not alive, and I like octopus, but it was not what I was expecting. How they would serve it to us, toilet? And do you know um, what I'm? Ta- do you know what I'm talking about, toilet? No, I need you to describe this because it sounds awful. Okay, so when you order o- octopus at a restaurant, like a Greek restaurant, for example, it's a delicious dish. We love it, don't we, folks? 
Yeah. Am I am I the only one toilet? No, I like I'm uh, more of a calamari guy. But it usually comes in the format of the tentacle, right? It's like a section. It's a segment of tentacle that's grilled. It looks like a very small tenderloin, basically. Okay. That's what we're working with. When you order the baby octopus at a Korean restaurant to cook on the barbecue, they're giving you the whole octopus. Wow. Head, beak, Dude. everything. And Dude. the way that it cooks is like the tentacles like move and curl up as soon as you put it on that grill. It is so unsettling. And we were rolling and the table next to us was like cracking up because of some of the reactions that we were getting. It, it was like, it, I mean, it was good, but it was like not the most pleasant uh, visual experience. Where, um, where'd you, where'd you go? Did you go to Chosun Oak? No, we went to a place in Logan Square that's uh, still uh, very well regarded and very well rated, but within nice. walking distance of our place. Have you ever been to Chosun Oak in Lincoln Square? I haven't, but I've that always place really is awesome. Yeah, um, I would not be brave enough to order that. Um, in South Carolina on the beach, we <laughs> found a bunch of dead jellyfish. Oh, dude, they're everywhere. They're everywhere. I, well, what I did find out is those don't sting. Those ones aren't, aren't aren't stinging jellyfish. We learned they don't make you we, itchy. We also learned they don't really have bones, but they're like firm and like they're not like putty. Like I assumed, like jelly, like when they died, that they would just kind of like drift away. But they're like a soft ball with like tentacles dangling from the bottom. It's actually yeah. kind of sad because like I South Carolina has like crazy tides like yeah. a lot different than most other places where um, it comes really far in and uh, subsequently goes very far out. And those jellies like get brought in and then they just end up like laying in the sand and dying there. Yeah. And then Sad. kids throw them at each other. Rips. Those kids. And they're yeah. disgusting. Yeah. And uh, you pick them up and you try and eat it like an apple <laughs> at the Jersey shore. They come tend to come at the end of the season when the water is the warmest so the water if, is the trashiest when, when the jellyfish <laughs> come in the most pee um, <laughs> unlike south carolina the uh waves are like much rougher up as you get further north so they get like mm. pulverized in the surf and when you <laughs> go in there like they they like get underneath your clothes and they don't sting you but they make you itch it's and then like that kind of ruins the experience of swimming fuck jellyfish that's terrible yeah fuck jelly this is horrible i'm never gonna go to the shore well it, i mean like it makes you itch it, it not like in a way that's painful but like you know when you've been like laying around in the grass with like shorts on for a little bit and you're feeling kind of <laughs> itchy it's like that when you're in your shorts and you're late rolling around in the grass with your bestest bud from work you just went on a little, nice little mandate <laughs> you're the one who started this by saying you kissed eight guys and now you're calling me out for going on a bro date little sir roll in the hay <laughs> uh, happy friday man. call your mother call your mothers let's do a party and it's a Fuck. I do drunk the fuck. You do the drunk the fuck. Do drunk the fuck.
Just a bird. 